What's up? This is Vanessa Satin from Double XL. We're doing our Moments of Clarity podcast episode. I don't even know because everybody argues about the number <laughs> from the old ones and new ones. Anyway, missing Ramon today, but we got JFK back in action. Shaz here. Yes, yes. A little yep. earlier than usual, so we're ready to go. It's a big day, right? There's a crazy. lot going on. It's a big week. All right. All right. All right. All right. Why is it big? <laughs> no, today's the Takashi day three of his testimony, right? Yep. It was only supposed to be two days of his testimony, and we're on day three, and I've never seen anything fucking like this. Ringling Brothers. Ringling Brothers, <laughs> yes, it is a circus. This is a circus, boy. So what do we have? He gets on stands, he's testified now against two of the guys that kidnapped him, and he's saying that Casanova's a gang member, Trippy's a gang member, talking about his beef with Trippy. He then just said that uh, Jim Jones was a gang member. They have alleged wiretaps of Jim Jones saying he needs to be violated. And then on top of that, allegedly, he said that Cardi needed to, it was a gang member. So we've got him literally snitching on everybody, you know? Yeah? No? What is it? Damn, I didn't, I didn't hear the part about game. Cardi. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, the Cardi stuff is weird. Because, yeah, it's yeah. it's like he allegedly said it, but we don't have anybody in the courtroom actually putting the quote out word for word, but page six seems to reporting be reporting that he said that. Um so yeah, so yeah. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And and you know, like you were saying, I don't think we've seen anything like this in hip hop. Um because I mean I'm you know, we all know that, that snitching does happen as much as it's discouraged in rap, but in such a an outright way and public way where you're following it in real time, you're seeing it and not like someone made a deal behind the scenes and, you know, in exchange for some information that you didn't actually see. So I think it's it's really interesting to see uh to see this all playing out and obviously the internet and then is going it was crazy. A, not to cut you off, it was like uh-huh. alleged footage footage of the alleged kidnapping? actual kidnapping that yeah. was leaked. I mean I believe in you all could, of it. At couldn't this point, see anything. Right? Really, but she just heard the word. Yeah, but you uh, heard Hernandez speaking. You heard, you know, I mean, when they were writing the credit or whatever it is, and it sounded yeah. like his voice and his brother or the dude Torhe racing around or all that. I mean, I, I, I didn't believe the Tagashi thing was anything more than the kidnapping was anything more than a media stunt this right. whole time until I saw that video today, and then I was like, hmm, maybe it wasn't a media stunt. Maybe he really was kidnapped because it didn't seem like if you were going to set up a video that was fake, it would have been a more intriguing video than right. in a car with OnStar play, right? <laughs> so I kind of bought it that, yeah, well, okay, maybe he wasn't kidnapped. So I don't know. So then what we have, I, I, I'm I'm dumbfounded by the whole thing. I can't yeah. get enough of reading about every aspect of the whole case. I, we've never seen anything like it. Like what's been the situation where we've had rappers go on stands and testify against people and actually snitch? What's the, I can't even think of an example. I mean. I don't, I don't remember at all, but. I'm just thinking, imagine if this was televised, like this is this was actually televised. There was a great tweet, I don't remember who said it, and they were like, the biggest loser of all this is Court TV. Court <laughs> TV, their game is off point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way off point, because, I mean, this feels like one of the, I mean, for the culture, like for the people in the culture, this is probably the biggest trial since OJ. Yeah. Yeah. People that And it's were, not even Takashi's trial. I know. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even his trial. It's other dudes' trials. I should look up their names because I'm only thinking of their, you know, nicknames of him saying it. But it's other guys' trials, and he's testifying against them. I don't know. How much time does he do? Does he get out this year? I mean, I I saw something on on the net that said that 
he would probably get out at the top of the year. The with top Tom, of the year. With Tom yeah, that's her too. Yeah. With Tom served. I mean, what we learned this week was that he literally made a deal the very next day after they arrested him. Right. So he started cooperating with police immediately. Right. Right. I'm sure the cops are into that. Right. I mean, I would think. So mm-hmm. what? They play him a wire. They arrest him. All he's the right after the whole radio thing and him talking about the Treyway guy stealing from him and everything. And then they've got him pick him up. He then, what does he say that day on radio? I'm only scared of God and the feds. So he knew shit was coming, right? Then the feds actually pick him up and they tell him, we've got radio, I mean, wiretap of these dudes talking about super violating you with, we can guess what super violate means. And then right. he makes a deal the very, that next day he starts working with them. So it looks like he from ground zero was ready to give everybody up. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Now, when I, I, I just seeing this stuff, and it's just, is to me, it, it was just really cringeworthy when I, when I'm reading some of the things how he's, you know, calling out. Not even uh, the Treyway thing is one thing, but when he's calling out some of his peers, like, and you know, this is all stuff that we've read. None of us are in the courtroom. This is all stuff that we're seeing from from reports but uh you know i don't like them calling out jim jones and casanova who they had a they had their difference with and they settled it but doesn't it feel like it's a trial not just against not with takashi involved or against these guys in the kidnapping it feels like it's a new york city trial against gangsters yeah, like it's, it's a New York City trial against yeah, gangs. Maybe I'm, I could totally be wrong, but it feels like the issue here is they're trying to right. expose everybody that's a gang member, also, right? Or not everybody, but definitely the celebrities. It's like he, it's like they telling him, "Let me know everything that you know about the underbelly right. of, of hip hop." And I'm, I'm surprised they didn't even ask about Fifty. You know, they always trying to get Fifty on something. I and mean, Fifty's never had the gang connections. So yeah, this is all gang related. Yeah, and you know. Not, I don't think the NYPD liked the gang element he was bringing into the city or he right. was flagrantly making popular in the city, right? Gang was an L.A. stuff. It wasn't an, in a New right. York thing so much, right? Mm-hmm. And it's gotten more that way over the years. But when you come to Bloods and Crips, you initially go to L.A. with it over the years, right? Right. So yeah. now you've had it increased over here for years. You've been seeing kids run around Harlem with red rags for years. It's been, you know, and, and Bobby Schmurder and Hale affiliation and everything that's been going on. But this now brought it to the forefront of the cops saying, I'm wondering, you guys have totally flipped out and raided the city for a year with shootouts and dangerous things going on and we're not letting that happen in New York and we're clamping down on it and he's helping us do it? Or is that too much? I mean, it's, it's definitely the violence that, that comes along with it, man. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot of things that you can do and you don't have the violent element to it. I mean, we all watched The Wire when they had... Amsterdam and you know they put all of the craziness to the side and you know the hip the hip hop police is, is still very real like that's something that you know I don't think that that just faded away but you know they, they right. I just thought of it more local in New York this is a federal yeah. case this kind of ch- to me because there's a difference between the state and the feds right so when you're looking at the hip hop police it's almost not just a state thing it's a city thing yeah because right? the hip hop police is I don't think you know representing in Albany and Buffalo that hard but maybe. But it feels right. like the hip-hop police had always been a very New York City thing. And we've reached a whole different place when you're dealing with a federal trial. It just seems like the whole mm-hmm. angle changes of how big the thing is. I mean, just look how big Takashi was, man. Just, you know, at one point, he was 
the most talked about person in rap. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was, you know, for better, for worse, whether you love him or you hate him. Everything this guy was putting out was tens of millions of views, um, clubs, social media was going crazy. And I, I think the biggest thing was the social media. I think, mm-hmm. you know, once, you know, well, he was the ultimate troll, right? Yeah. Feds yeah. and cops. We all know that they, they regularly, you know, Track look at yeah, sure, yeah look at the look at social media and he was so big on social media and the, the reposts and people quoting him and everything like that they had to investigate like who is this guy man but like, then they got into the wiretapping i mean the fact that you have the jim jones conversation wiretapper they've played so many different examples of wiretapping conversations it's also interesting that these guys were getting recorded and had no idea yeah, and that reminds me of, like you mentioned, Bobby Smarter earlier. Case. Yeah. They had that for two mm-hmm. years. They were recording their conversations and recording everything. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that people think they're getting away with stuff, but they're talking on their phones and the feds are sitting there tapping them. Or I guess it was right. not feds with, with Bobby. I think it was state. But that, why is nobody thinking the phone's being tapped? Right, yeah. I mean, to me, it's You're just... not hearing anything about you guys texted each other this, right? right. Oh, these texts. It doesn't seem like there's a whole thing full of text messages that were crazy. It seems like people are talking on the phone and those phone conversations are being used against them. I mean, it's... Maybe, it's, maybe. it's I just haven't right. heard one text involved. Yeah. And, you know, also, too, we, we take... You know, we got to take everything with a grain of salt, too. This is a guy that's trying to avoid time, so... You know, we don't know what he's if he's saying the stuff he's saying about Jim and Cardi and all of that. We don't we don't know if it's true, but um, I just we don't know if any of it. Yeah, yeah, we're we only guessing. Yeah, only guessing. You're ho- you're not hoping. That's wrong. You're assuming that if he's trying to fight for his life and not spend his life in jail and get out, that he's agreed that I'm gonna give you everything. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Then we're saying, is he telling the truth or is he making up even more stuff to give them? to make it look like he's telling the truth or to just blast people while he while he can. You know, I mean, it's either he's telling the truth or he's making up even more lies, right? right. You know, exactly. And you know what was so crazy? It was he's talking. It, right, he's talking. he's talking. He's, he's talking. not sitting there and saying, I don't know that, I'm not sure, I can't, uh, uh, I don't, no recollection, not to my knowledge, blah, blah, blah. He's answering the questions. So he's either answering them truthfully or he's answering them with blatant lies and risking everybody else's freedom while mm-hmm. he does that because he doesn't care. He feels he's safe because he's got them on his side. The yeah, cops, he, I don't know. He's giving a full speech. He even, uh, you know, they even mentioned, you know, Frenchie from Queens, man. I'm like, damn, this, this dude's going everywhere. But, you know, there was, there was some audio that had leaked out and, um, it was supposed to be Takashi talking and you hear him just, you know, telling who he was. And he said, then when he, he said his age, like sometimes you forget how young this guy is. Right. He said, he, right. He is young. Like 23 years old. I'm like, damn, this dude's whole life is done. 23 right. years old. Like it's crazy. It's, it's, you know, it's one of those, it's, it's a sad story. No matter whose side you're on, it's just very unfortunate that, um, Takashi and Treyway, they, they had an opportunity to make a, a very big impact on hip hop, man. Um, a positive impact they had the opportunity right. to, because um, you know the, the the new wave of streaming and views and everything, it's been very difficult for some artists to figure out. Like it's it's not mm-hmm. the easiest thing, and this guy, uh, 
was very adept at marketing himself and um, figuring out the game, the, the, the new way of how to get your music out to the people, and, and it was popular. So He also figured out how to make songs. Yeah, he figured like he out. he made catchy songs. Yeah, he made catchy songs, and he was starting to, you know, branch off into different genres, doing, you know, he, he's Latino. He was doing some more towards the Latino audience, and, you know, some of the biggest stars of the genre, you know, had no problem working with him. Kanye, Nicki, 50, um, even some of the, the great up-and-coming people, like A Boogie, you know, they, they made great right. music together, so... You know, this is a guy who really could have had a, a very promising career. He did a lot of numbers in, in a short amount of time, but <clears throat> too much. So <laughs> yeah. what too happens? much. So what? Too happens? much. He's testified. He's yeah. done. The, he's off the stands. It's officially over. Three days of him testifying. We've heard everything we're going to hear from him. What happens now? What happens? He gets. He, let's say he gets out at the end of the year. Let's say he gets out in January. December, January. What you got to skip town <laughs> ASAP. Well, what what are the people saying? You saying that you, you I've said seen you a got lot some of different comments. responses. I, I'm obsessed with this, so I keep reading it everywhere. Um, it seems like people are split between he's a rat, he's over, he's got danger on his, you know, threats on his life when he gets out. He better get out of town. And other people are saying, I'll listen to him. He's got good music still. I don't care. And then they list some of the stuff. So he testified and decided not to do 47 years or whatever it was against the guys who kidnapped him, allegedly slept with his baby's mother, allegedly kept him, slept with his baby's mother, stole from him, and then threatened on wiretap to have him killed. So I think people are sitting there saying, well, because you've got fans in hip hop that don't really care about the street shit. And they're saying, I just want good music. I don't care. I wouldn't have gone to jail for those guys also. And then there's the other side that's saying, there's a certain rule of what you do in the streets once he decided to get into that lifestyle and then mm-hmm. and, and get into gangs and so that then that's the risk you have to take you don't snitch but other people are saying hey i've got not exactly i've got compassion for him but seem to be like i would have snitched too so it seems like just hip-hop being what it is and where it's at and how popular it is you've got more fans than ever not really getting with the snitching thing or am i imagining it because that's definitely a thing that we've seen in communication we had on social and just doing our own research on it is this seems like we asked a few questions online. It seems like there's plenty of fans who are like, I don't care. That was right. before these three days of snitching. Right. right. I mean, it's, it's, or it's testifying. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be a divide. Takashi, he, he also had a, a, a big international fan base, too. That's a big part yeah, of it. And yeah, I don't know how so, much the international fan base plays with the snitching rules. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that, that may be a route that he could go. He could release music and, you know, do shows overseas. And when I, I just feel that I don't see... Nobody in hip-hop. Yeah, I don't see anybody in hip-hop messing with right. him. I don't, I don't see... Uh, you see Tory Lanez messing with him? Because Tory spoke this week about not... Uh, I don't remember his exact quote. Do you remember? But he, 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 he said, he said, he's, he's, I, I, I saw some of the quotes. He, he said that, you know, he missed him. Like he, he knew Takashi outside of the trial and, you know, they, they were somewhat cool and, you know. Had you met Takashi much outside uh, before all of this? Have you interacted me? with him much? Yeah. yeah I, I interviewed Takashi. Uh, we, we, we did an interview before and um, I've seen him, you know, a few times just out. Uh, 
funny enough, I saw him in, in Times Square. I don't know if it was when the, the Trivia Red thing was happening, but, you know, I, I ran into him in Times Square. He was signing autographs for people. Um, this is when his music was r- really exploding, and um, he was, you know, my interaction with him, he was a, a, a down-to-earth guy for the people. Like, he, he liked interacting with the fans. It wasn't a bunch of crazy stuff. Um you know, I've, I've met that whole crew, Shoddy, and, and all of those guys, man. And, you know, when it comes, when I dealt with them personally, when we had to do the interview and, you know, a couple of times we had to get, <clears throat> we, were, we were trying to do some more shoots with Takashi and uh, Shoddy was f- facilitating it. And, you know, very cool, down-to-earth guys, man. So, you know, I I was looking at them to be like, okay, maybe they would have an organization um, that will grow and, 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 be, and be a force of, of music. Like, you could tell that they was really raw. Like, you could tell that they were really just coming into the music industry and, you know, some things that they were learning, like um, hand, hands-on um, learning and you know, I, I I was rooting, you know, you originally. You think it was going in a bad place as it increased and there's a shooting here. Well, di- well, this is, bef- here, this is before, like. the Chief like, Keith thing and it was the Mr. Chow's or whatever. Yeah, this is like, before all of this. To me, it was yeah. heading in a bad yeah, place. Yeah, 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 absolutely. This, but but this, I do think that Takashi is, back to what you're saying, there is a kind of, whether you like it or not, there's kind of a charismatic, personable thing one-on-one with him that he is a little bit charming in person. Yeah. So I do think people would meet him and if you can put the other stuff aside, which is very hard, one-on-one, I think you can kind of like him and be like, okay, this guy's okay, you know? And then you think about everything that added up after that. Yeah, when when I met them originally and was doing the interviews with him, this is when he was uh, going into his... I think his he was going into his fourth record, the fourth, the fourth big record that he put out because he just kept saying... Uh, you could call me Wendy's four for four, you know, four right. for four. That that was his big thing, four for four. And um, you know, I was I was w- watching the rise. This is um something that uh we haven't seen an organization in New York like really really grow. You know, Bobby Smurda and them was the was the last one, the, the new wave from New York City that was kind of growing, and then it's you know obviously it stopped for a lot of the same things, right. So when you saw the, the Tradeway guys coming in, it's like, okay, maybe this is something new from New York because, you know, it, it's way more than just having talent and way more than having views and way more than just being popular. Like, you got to have the discipline and you got to kind of put some of, the, some of the things away. Like, you know, we hear about, you know, a, a lot of these guys that, uh, on the cover of these magazines around here, you know, Yo Gotti and his guys, you know, they're from the streets and, you know, even Birdman. But, you know, at a certain point, these guys were able to separate street life and focus on making a way in the music industry. There's no way, like, we've seen people that try to do both. Right. And, it's usually doesn't work. It's never a victory. Like yeah. it's never somebody that's able to perfectly navigate having, you know, both feet in the street and doing what comes with that and being in the music industry. You can't do it. Like it's it's too many eyes on you, first of all. Right. Especially now with, you know, social media where it's no privacy. Like it's too many eyes on you. And you know, like I said, some of the things that 
you know, I've seen that they're bringing for evidence is just so cringeworthy. Like when you see him, uh, see Takashi on tape talking about, I'm going to put the 30 pack out and yeah. all of this. It's like, <laughs> this can't be, this, this can't be. I'm, I'm in this, but I'm watching it. And I'm in total disbelief, mm-hmm. like that it's on camera. Yeah, I mean that's what we were talking about with the staff like, earlier. Is what? that why? Why are you recording this stuff? What? Why did you record you on the phone threatening the chief Keith and the whole thing? Right, there? and it's you recording it. Yeah. Like, is you know, was it for some documentary that's coming? Like, <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. Your like, own documentary making money. Yeah, off like I'm, 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 uh, you know, it's. All right, why did Troy Ave show up today? I don't was know. it today or yesterday? Yesterday, right? I thought it was today. Today, I I, it was today. he showed up today and then it went up because it was first thing this morning. Then, but Troy goes and he testifies. Wait, no, sorry, I take that back. He did not. Troy goes, who's got a court coming <laughs> up, and he shows up in the courtroom to he support. He says in support of the defendant. Correct, right? Yeah. Did that I don't happen? Know. I mean, that's that, weird. That, like, that surprised me. <laughs> I don't really get it. I, I think Troy got to focus on his. I mean, it's cool to to represent your, your people and you know I'll never tell you not to do that but I just think Troy he just gotta walk light right now cause he has his own impending uh, date with the court and uh, he just gotta focus on that man he, the same uh, court right I mean he's been on the same spot with it's him serious and, and you know I, I I just I just kind of cause they, they say as a as a juror you're only supposed to factor in certain things about the actual case. But I just wonder, you know, if jurors hear about this, will that have any uh, tilt the way that they look at him when it comes to his his own case? That's, that's just one of my questions. I know you're supposed to be totally impartial and just look at the facts, but we're human. You know, how can right. you not weigh in some outside factors, even if it's not intentional right yeah yeah i don't know i wanted to go back to your your point about fans caring about uh snitching and whether that affects their opinion of six nine or not i wonder you know like seeing as he he's now naming people who are actually in hip-hop right that was and i wonder how names how are people going to respond exactly Mm -hmm. jim jones you know um casanova trippy you know if if he did say Cardi or not, who knows? Um, it's unclear right now. But all right, so say he identified them as gang members, although several of them have identified themselves as gang members already. Right. So what he did was he co-signed what they already were public about, right? Mm-hmm. On a stand in a federal courtroom, have they've you know, done it's... it on lyrics in official releases of songs, right? So right. what's the difference? I'm just playing devil's advocate. I mean. I... I don't know if there's a general rule on whether lyrics can be used in court or not. I'm not. Oh, they are. We just put, we just put a piece <laughs> of about them. They can use your lyrics in court. They played Gummo and I forgot which other one in court and used his lyrics in the trial yesterday or the day before. Right. So they definitely can do that. But right. I, I think you know from from the stuff that we've read, um, it seems like he's kind of tying some loose ends that the, the feds didn't know. Like he's actually. You know, even um, like he's saying Jim belongs to this particular gang and he's saying Casanova belongs to this gang that they have rivalries with and, you know, Cardi belongs to this. But I feel like the cops knew that. He's like their footnote of fact checking, right? 
Right. Like, I mean, I don't think he's telling them anything they didn't. I, I, I don't know, but I don't think he's telling them stuff for the most part they didn't know. I think they knew a lot of this stuff. I mean, they definitely did their homework on going through all their social and all of that and all the examples they had. And he's now like the footpath and the bottom of the wiki page that right. is like, yes, this was, you know, instead, this is our verification here, our verification mm-hmm. there or whatever. Like it's, he's co-signing what they knew already. It's getting so messy. It's getting so messy. And, um, I mean, it's just that you have a guy that did everything to be as street as possible, then violate the streets to such a degree. Right. Isn't that the crux of it? Like yeah, you yeah. played the role in every which way, got money off of it, glorified it in every which way, and then when it came down to you having to be everything you spent a year glorifying, in one day you turned around like that. Right. I mean, well, that's how you know it's not real. That's how you know it was just all for entertainment purposes that that people bought into. But didn't and, we know that? Didn't we all? Did the three of us? I mean, didn't we? Anybody I mean, yeah. we knew knew yeah, that, we, that was that yeah, was what it not, was. But we're not his core fan base. We wasn't that's the true. ones. You know, watching the Gummo video eight times in a row. This is, <laughs> you know, this this was his core fan base, and you know, like I said, the, the circus was in town, and um, it's actually a, a violation not just of the streets; it's a violation of the of hip hop. Yeah, right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like right. when you talk about it being authentic, and you know, I, I've I've seen a thing pop up recently where they say industry plants and. All of that. I feel like industry plants is everywhere I look now. That conversation yeah. comes yeah. up. Yeah, but I mean, who who's worse, some uh, industry plant or somebody that was able to infiltrate? You know, it's, and then it's the same thing. Getting, yeah. yeah, then get exposed. I mean, he infiltrated, then exposed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and I don't. Was, you come out, and he comes out in a year. I don't have any idea who stands next to him. Right. What happens, and does that matter? If you have one song and it works and kids love it, does it matter? Because at least before he did have Nicki standing next to him, he did have Fifty standing next to him. He did collaborate a boogie song. Like I mean, mm-hmm. he did have people who were like, "Okay, forget about the sexual assault charges or whatever you have over there. I'm still okay with you," and that was fine. Now, do you have one soul that stands next to him? I mean, the other part about that, um, even outside of artists and hip hop, like think about his music videos and what those look like. Think about the optics of what a music video is going to look yeah. like when he gets out. You know, is he going to have people behind him? Is he going to be in the streets? Like, is he going to be filming it in Nebraska somewhere on a like, you know, where is he going to actually do this? All right. So What's say he, he moves to like? Nebraska. Does he get his tattoos removed from his forehead? Like, seriously, does right. he keep his face tattooed with six nines, all of it? Does he get covered? Like, what do you do? Right. I've never seen anything like what do you do? I have where do you go to live? What happens? Done Yeah, it's I have no crazy. idea. Yeah. Is we've is, never seen anything like it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it not to this degree right. of it, but this is the kind of definition of everything we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you know, like when he gets out, it's still gonna be so much surveillance on him and you know, like we we tend to think that it may not be safe. Um you know, just because of what he's doing, but then you look at it that it's all going to be so much surveillance on him. Like he's going to be followed by police and probably feds, you know, for a very long time. But we do know that even when rappers get surveilled by feds and police, they don't have a problem with letting some of these rappers get killed. And if you put them in, and I don't know how the witness protection program works, but people have mentioned it. If you did, if they, because everyone's like, oh, they're going to get rid of his tattoos. Gonna, I don't know who they is that are going to do anything <laughs> right. to help him, you know? 
But say, for instance, he's released. I mean, I don't think you can go in the witness protection program. I don't even know how that works, but you're right. recognizable. Right. Like, all they have to do is somebody recognize you, say on social who you are, and any money or anything or energy that was spent into anonymous, anonymously creating a new persona, persona seems like that's done. Yeah. Like, can you do that with a famous person? Can you put them in the witness protection? I don't even know witness protection when it really comes up. You know, like what right. warrants you getting a witness protection? But if he, if that wasn't because it comes up, if that was an option, has that happened for a famous person? Because he is famous. I mean, yeah. the most famous person to be in a witness protection was Sammy the Bull, right? And everybody thinks that this is bigger than that story. And what happened to Sammy? He wound up doing the same thing, yeah. wound up selling drugs and racketeering and everything and had to go right back in. Yeah. So. That might be the answer. He ends up getting in trouble. Not the answer, but he might end. We never even thought about it. He might go right back right. in for something else or what happens as soon as. I mean, I, it's so uncharted. I can't, I can't believe it. Who plays 6 9 in the movie? Somebody <laughs> said, somebody said Scarlett Johansson should play Jim Jones, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Jesus Hollywood version. <laughs> I could Jesus see them making a movie Christ. on this at some point, though. It would be interesting. I mean, it's a great documentary. Right, Whoever for sure. Whoever really gets the real documentary, you get an interview with him. Because after the snitching, why not do an interview, right? Right, yeah. You know, and talk about it at some point. So it is kind of an amazing documentary when you talk about the history of snitching within hip-hop and the role that he played. And the, uh, the whole fact that he came in the game with everybody questioning because his other charges that came in. Mm -hmm. You know, so it wasn't like people could really co-sign him or get on the bandwagon to that degree off the questionable you know, uh, sexual deviancy, sexual assault charges that he had. So then right. you have somebody who's got this questionable history already that people don't even know how to stand next to, media doesn't even know how to co-sign or cover, and then this happens. I just hope that, you know, it's a cautionary tale for some of these up-and-coming guys or even some of the guys that's already in it, man. Like, you know, all of this with the shooting and, you know, the beefing and everything, like... It's, it's, it's not necessary. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to me. I I love gangster rap. I love when they talk in that talk. You know, I, I grew up on N.W.A., Koji, rap, whoever, the hardest guys out. You know, but it's like, and of course, sometimes they had some little behind-the-scenes skirmishes, you mm -hmm. know, that it didn't really come to light publicly because there was no social media back then but you know entertain man right you know that's my thing like entertain like we don't have to have shootouts and everything in in the streets because it's like you you violating the culture because you you make you making it you making it hot for people that's that's really doing the right thing like i remember right. when, when i was a little kid it, it used to be tough for some of these artists to secure venues to perform in because of what they felt was the element that 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 was being brought. Like, right. like you you making it like hot. Like the Troy shooting and the case there and everything that happened at that story that night. Making it I mean, hot. That changed man. New York and the and the nightlife. Yeah, like yeah. like don't just just think about yourself. If if you if you win it, you know, think about the actual culture when you're doing some of these things, man. Don't just think about yourself and your crew or, or whatever. Or don't just think about the moment. Think about the longevity or isn't of hip-hop. Isn't it just thinking about the money and then the money all goes to the lawyers? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's how much mm -hmm. How much is it costing Takashi or does it cost Takashi for all of this? He's right. probably broke. He, he's probably broke. 
the thing you were saying about um, a cautionary tale, I mean, not that these two cases are the same, but, you know, it keeps coming up, Bobby Schmurter. I remember when that happened, thinking the same thing, like, I hope that this is a cautionary tale for someone coming up after him. And it is a little sad to see, like, that happen. And then that was, what, 2014, I think. And now here we are five years later and looking at what, Six Nine has himself involved in, and all the things that have happened with, with him. So it's, it's a little bit, you know, it makes you feel a little, a little disheartening, you know, like yeah, because these these guys are young, man, and you know, I I I just remember, man, just we I used to see Bobby all the time, man, because I I used to be in the studio next door to where he he was recording his album, and um, we'd be talking to him and just giving him advice, man. And, and you know, he used to tell us, like, how his father was his age when he went to jail. And then, you know, that was the same cycle. Like, he went to the jail the same age as his father. But, you know, 6 9 is a little bit different because... Definitely different, yeah. Bobby, you know, they had, you know, maybe two big hits. You know, if you, if you want to add computers into the mix, they had two big hits. But... Uh, Six nine, he had about seven or eight. You right, know, just continuous. Well, that's the thing. Off. How big the songs were, the success of the music. I mean, that that's the biggest thing in the midst of all of it. You know, the impact he had musically for the last year, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Now he's been in jail six months or something, or ten months or something. So it's not the same thing. But when you go back to hit after hit after hit, and you're seeing this guy over and over again. And then it goes back to and people don't know how to deal with it then yeah. and because it wasn't the snitching, yeah. it was the other charges. And people didn't want to align themselves or really thought twice about aligning or didn't want to have anything to do with that. So you're already in this bizarre situation of, can I be a fan? Is it a secret if I am? Do I tell right. people I listen to it? Do I not? Blah, blah, blah. Now on top of that, this happens. Yeah. And he, this and he, he was never, and you know, as big as he was, he was still never fully able to capitalize on his famous stardom. He couldn't even really do shows. Like, his shows was being canceled either because of right. beef, right. either because promoters got cold feet at the last minute, seeing this guy wild out on the gram. So, right. you know, like I said, it's a cautionary tale. Like, all of that wilding out that you do, it could get you some fame. It could get you some notoriety. But at the end of the day, it's always going to eat into your pockets. And as we're seeing with Takashi, it's shortening your career right. drastically. Right. All right. So what's your overall thought on him? We'll switch and go to some other news after that. But overall, I mean, my take is he's a snitch and he was trying to live that life. So you don't get on stands and completely violate right. um, if you've chosen to live that way. Um I mean, yeah, it's, it's how do, how does anybody mess with him again? You know, it seems like it's the ultimate violation for hip hop and and all of that. Does that matter? I think it still matters, man. I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, I even saw where some people said that, you know, the older generation won't embrace him because they live by a code of ethics. But the younger people will still be on. I, I definitely disagree with that. I think it's a lot of young people that have a have the same code that the the OGs do and I think it's a lot of younger people that that were raised right and um 
with with different ethics and, and, and morals when it when it comes to this. But, but you guys had I, Mano on, and Mano made a good point. Or Mano was on a few weeks ago. He was he talking about the fans. He was like, I don't think fans or even their parents relate to adhering to street codes and all of that, and and go back to it. That's if to say there's a different fan base who wasn't raised because them and their parents don't even think that way, and that's a voice in hip hop. A market in hip hop that well, maybe didn't exist when you go to the older generation. This Does is that a, matter? This, right. this is the thing. Hip hop, the, the fan base, is the biggest it's, it's ever been. You know, it's it's way bigger than when uh, Reasonable Doubt came out. It's way bigger than even when Carter Three came out. It's way bigger when Ti was on trial and had yeah. all of that going on back then, and that was our big case we were watching. Yeah. You know, that was that was a big one, man. I'm nervous to tip, man. I was very nervous for the brother, but um, you what know, the big cases? there was that was the big one. I mean, the Boozy yeah. case was pretty, Boozy big. Was pretty big. You know, that was that was um, Snoop. Snoop case. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, man. So you know, and we have some other big trials coming. You have Troy's trial. You have Kodak's trial. Um, mm-hmm. You have YNW Melly if that goes to trial. So mm-hmm. we're kind of on kind of these huge stories, and we we've come from that with Little Kim's case and. Foxy's case and Hot 97 shooting and all of that. But it's been a few years since we had these big things and now you have hip-hop bigger than it's kind of ever been. So the media that covers is at a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you rewind time. I don't know if CNN would have been writing about some of those cases the way they're writing about the stuff now. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's it's so big and, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but this is what a lot of people or a lot of outlets I say love, man. Like, outside of the culture, they love the stories about the, the drama and yeah. hip-hop culture. And it's, it's big business. And crime. I mean, yeah. people crime are attracted sure, to crime, yeah. reading about yeah. crime, watching crime shows, crime blogs, crime, crime podcasts. I mean, crime is as stupid as it sounds. It's definitely a trendy thing to read about, you know, and, and be on the pulse of. Yeah. I mean, and it comprises so much entertainment. You yeah. think about the movies that become popular and stuff. There's always some criminal element or something that you know someone's not supposed to be doing um and that's what makes it interesting and different and not just regular um so yeah i definitely think people are drawn to that and i think you know as far as hip-hop is concerned there's some people even outside the culture looking in and it sort of confirms the things that they might think about the culture already so does that appeal to it too of like oh look at these rappers being thugs. Like, True, if you go to you a know? mainstream site and you start reading the comments on there and you see the comments from the non-hip-hop fans of what they just read in that article mm-hmm. without knowing as much as we would be familiar with the case, it definitely feels like it could make certain things have a weird stain to it or look a certain way. Yeah. But I interrupted you guys. So what are your, what's your take overall on Takashi? I wasn't, th- I wasn't really much of a fan beforehand, so nothing really changes for me. Um, <laughs> you know? When he gets out, I'm... I mean, but you can't deny how big the songs were. I mean, definitely, right. definitely, but I, I just wasn't really checking wasn't for them. Wasn't for you, okay. Yeah, it wasn't really for me so much. Um, but, you know, I think it, I will be interested to see what he does. The first thing he does when he gets out. Um, the first song he puts out, whatever. I mean, you like, and everybody else. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be checking for that, but other than that, nah, no real interest. What me. about what he did today, or in the past three days? Uh, it's just... You hate to see it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think... Uh, like you kind of hate to even be having the conversation. Exactly. Or like that the case exists and everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Sean? I mean, you know, I, I said it earlier. I'm, I'm just uh, disappointed at just that the opportunity lost, man. Like, you know, um, 
and again, man, it it, it would have been. I don't mean to be the kumbaya person, but you know, I would have loved to, to see a story of, you know, these guys in Treyway, regardless of of their past, being able just to change their life around for the better, and you know, be a, a upcoming positive force. Um, right. Not just for hip hop, but especially for New York, man. We we don't have too too many factions, man, and um, just a just an opportunity lost, man. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So what else happened this week? Although I can't even think of anything else happening this week but that. But so, um, Gangstar coming back. Oh yeah, love that. Gangstar. What do you want to say? Oh yeah, they announced the new album last night, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I cannot wait. This first is single with Cole. First single with Cole. Never bo- never heard before guru um rhymes vocals and of course you know DJ Premier it's, it's been so long since guru passed you know that Premier like really took his time to make this one of the best uh projects and you know I've I've heard personally f- from um some people that actually heard the project and they say it's a masterpiece and you know nice. guru guru is somebody that you know me i, I personally miss man I, I i love him and premiere together i think uh i i always say that um guru snoop biggie and jada kiss have a god-given cheat code with their voices right you know, it's like as as great as they are as MCs, I think those guys, their voices are so signature and just cut through the beat so magnificent. They could get on and, and just say anything. You know, Snoop, one, two, three, to the fall. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they just sound great, man. And I, I think it's a beautiful thing. to And, and then J. Cole on a primo right. beat. Jeez. <laughs> I was waiting to hear what you had to say. No, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll it'll really be dope. I know, you know, Cole's a student of hip hop and I I'm sure, you know, when the opportunity presented itself for him to be part of that, he was he jumped at it. Um so I wanna see what he does. I, I think that comes out uh tomorrow. So that should be out by the time this this yeah. airs. But yeah. but, but isn't it great with all of the all of the madness, all of the circus, all of the, the clown stuff we just talked about for the past 45 minutes. <laughs> Isn't it great that at the end of the day, we get one of the top guys in hip hop right now, J. Cole. He's like, all the theatrics, who cares about that? Let me say let's, let's, the bullshit. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to what we really love and the culture, the music the lyrics, the beats, you know, like at the end of the day, these are why these guys are still on top. These is, this is why Kendrick is on top for so long. This is why Cole is on top. This mm-hmm. is why Drake is on top because at the end of the day, you could have all of the circuitry what you, that you want, but thank God the guys that are still making dope music they're the ones that's actually on top. You may have some hit records, you may have some streams, but who's gonna rule the roost? Right. It's the guys making the dopest music. Which then goes to another thing that happened this week was uh, 
Good Kid, Mad City took out Eminem for the song. Sorry, for the album, hip hop album that's been mm-hmm. on the charts the longest, right? Yep, the longest consecutive run on the Billboard 200, I believe. Which um, feels good. Like it feels like okay, that's the right album, one of the right albums to be there. Right, so it's, it's not a Takashi project. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a win. You know, like when when you make such a, a classic like that, it, it has legs, man. Like a lot of these records. A lot of these guys, they got songs. Mm-hmm. You got to have songs to start with, right? Like, that's the foundation. But when you could put together just a body of work that... I, You got, you got chart toppers. You got game changers. But then you have the ones that really stand the test of time are the life changers. These are right. albums that just changed my life. Right, Elmatic, ready to die, into the woo. Those for me, thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, thirtieth mm-hmm. um, anniversary. It's a Big Daddy thing. We got to shout that out too. Big Daddy King, thirtieth <laughs> anniversary. I'm listening to that as a little kid, but changing my life that young, and for you know, Good Kid, Man City. That's that's what. You know that is the new generation Elmatic. To me, that's right. that's the new generation Elmatic. To me, and Kendrick, he gonna be doing this well into his forties, man. Mm-hmm. He excites me every time he gets on the. So when do we get another Kendrick work. album? <clears throat> I think twenty twenty is a, is a great time for Kendrick to come out, yeah, especially yeah. I I I think with the election, the, the political climate that's going on. Uh, of course, the the loss of Nipsey is is still fresh to us. Um, some of the unrest that's going on in hip hop, I think Kendrick is gonna be here to uh, restore, you know, right. any order that's been lost. And you know, I, I'm I, I'm sure he's carving right now and coming up with just new styles and um, just new concepts and actually going out and living life so he can get the inspiration or get the material he to put down on wax. He just bought a huge new house. He just had a baby and became a father for the first time. So you're definitely seeing life oh, changes man. happening. Kendrick talking about being a dad is going to be... But I thought we were going to get that from Kanye and we never did. Like, I thought oh, he was going to have kids and right. change as a person and he was going to become this deeper person. I don't know if that ever happened. So I'm hoping that right. happens with Kendrick. Way... And you see how much that being a father... Or, you know, whatever is going on in his life changed him. I never, I always banked on that for Kanye, but I never felt that we got that. Mm-hmm. Way, way, I think, you know, that just, they're way different artists and, and you know, way different individuals. I, I think, uh, you know, I think the, the past few years, I mean, obviously they've been tough for Kanye, man, just getting his footing and, and, and trying to figure it out. And, you know, he didn't, I mean, you got to look who they, who they have babies with, too. Like, Kendrick, you know, the person he has a baby with is not in the spotlight. You know, Kanye has a family with... The spotlight. Yeah, <laughs> the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, so it's different. And, you know, he has an album coming out. Yeah, yeah. he has an album coming out, a gospel album next week. What do we Sweet think? Jesus. I don't know if it's going to be a gospel album. A week album. from tomorrow, right? Yeah, a week the from 27th. Tomorrow, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it's gonna be a gospel album. 
You know, like I the mean, way uh, the life of Pablo was. Should we tell for the listeners that you're putting quotes up? Air <laughs> quotes during that? Right, air quotes. This, this, is, <laughs> this is my thing. I, I definitely don't agree with um, the MAGA hat. I can't get with that. Uh, I can't get with the way he acted when he went to see Donald Trump. Like, you know, when when, when Ross rapped about that on Port of Miami, too, like, saying that it broke his heart. Um, I think he broke a, a lot of people's heart with that, He man. definitely did. I mean, you it's know. hard to say Kanye broke my heart, but that kind of, like, was like, yeah, you just destroyed it a it, little bit. It, it, was, it was sad to see. Yeah. It was, it was, sad, it to was see. sad to and see. And it wasn't one time. It was, like, multiple times. Yeah, it was... It like, was, I'm waiting for Trump to show up to Sunday service. <laughs> right. <sighs> but but the, the, the thing with Kanye is that... Does he have it in him? Does he have it in him? Are the Sunday service is walks? great. What are we getting? I'm going to be honest with you. The Sunday service is great. Like, if, if you ever seen it, just... I, uh, you know, one of one of my people, Nikki Greer, she's, she's been in it. Uh, she's one of the singers in it. And uh, Kanye's cousin that we all love from all the albums, he, he sings in it. They have a, such an amazing choir and the way they flipped the music, I, I watched the. I really sat down and watched it when they did the Coachella thing, mm-hmm. and it was a very uplifting experience. If you just really just dive into the music, you know what I'm saying. Like if, if you're able to, and it's hard for a lot of people to do. If you block out all of the with antics, him selling all the t-shirts and the shoes at the same time. The merch game mixed in with the religious game is kind of funny to me a little bit. See, just, I don't know where the where the goal is coming from. Is there a pureness in music and the message, or is it I am going to sell as many ripped up t shirts and weird looking fake Crocs and whatever it is <laughs> as much as possible because that's what works when I have an album rollout. That's where I get caught with Kanye at this point, which I didn't used to. Like what's yeah. genuine and what's, 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 genuine what's and the what's agenda? Not. Yeah. What's, What's the, the agenda? agenda? You just bought a ranch for how many millions of dollars? If we believe, you know, whatever, for fourteen million dollars in Wyoming, you got to pay for that ranch, and those t-shirts and shoes are right. going to help you. Or is the album going to help you? Or are you having a spiritual moment where you've reached a certain point in your life that you are inspired in that way? I don't. My verdict's out. I don't really it's, know. I think the project will help us tell. But. It's, it's it's interesting that with you know all of this unrest that he's having. Um, seemingly personally like having to go to therapy and you know the backlash with the trump and the slavery comments and even uh his last couple of albums not really hitting yeah. hitting or connecting yeah. the way that we like used Dark to Twisted fantasy yeah. College, yeah nothing in the past x amount of years has hit like that yeah. nor have the singles but it's interesting the biggest single in the right. recent history for him in the past year or two years is a little pump song right or the past right. year for him right is a little pump song so i don't think we know where he's really at musically he put out a bunch of albums and they put out daytona and put out kid but those weren't his projects he right. had a project mixed and that probably wasn't celebrated as much as the other ones but right. but what i'm saying is it's interesting with it looks like you know if you just look at all of this it looks like Kanye is about to take the biggest fall um, you know from grace and it happens with a lot of the the top rappers like it's just very hard to stay in that top Mm -hmm. 10 active you know what it is it's it's like an NBA player it's like an NFL player you'll eventually fall but with all of this stuff that seems to be on down Klein this dude is number one on the Forbes list like he's 
number one before Jay Z, before before Drake, before Diddy. Um, sneakers must be a hell of a business too, right? And I mean, of course, some of that Kardashian money as well. But it's 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 so interesting that he's getting uh, his biggest financial windfall at a time where there seems to be a lot of turbulence. And you know, some people say he sold his soul to to get that. Uh, I don't want to give up on Kanye, right? All the way, I, I still think. His biggest single in the in recent there. past would be Four or Five Seconds with Rihanna and Paul McCartney hitting number four on the U.S. charts, the singles chart in 2015. Right? right. So yeah. that's what we're coming off of his last song. Now, what was his last solo song that, you know, where he didn't have the guest appearances that charted high up? Number six, I love it, Little Pump. I mean, with Little mm-hmm. Pump, that's it. So we're not coming. Where it's it's been a minute since Kanye had a big Kanye song, right? Yeah. So, but even with his fall, you know, um, which I was saying, um, you know, he's having a fall from grace in a sense. Um, he's still managing to keep it interesting. Like whether you agree with him or disagree with him or like the hat or not, like people, he still says crazy things or says things that are provocative or whatever, and people are still checking for him. So I think that's the interesting part about you know, the fall off of him is like people are still kind of tuned in just oh, to see. Oh, he's got his core fan base and then he's got the outer perimeter of the core fan base that's still entertained and they either want to completely dead him and bury him mm-hmm. or totally celebrate it and we're waiting for it. Right. And then the people that are like sort of hate watching it or like just seeing what, what he's going to do next so they can, they, they can hate on it or, you know, so I don't know. He's in an interesting place right now. I think we're all right looking now. for the human in him. And I think we know there's a human in there, but mm-hmm. I think that we're not really sure who that human is or what he represents. And we're confused about that. But right. we, kind of, we know it's in there. Right. We're still banking on the stuff that he did in the past, making us feel like that guy could be still there. Right. You know, or different things that he does say here or there that are poignant. And you're like, you know, especially when he was on Twitter raids and stuff, mm-hmm. which were very entertaining. Which we <laughs> miss, you know, um, of like him saying things. You're like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's like people don't want to let go. And then if he goes into the gospel direction, has a gospel album, there's a potential for we've seen Jesus walks. We've seen, you know, him be influenced right. by the things in the past that are we banking on. Well, Kanye can come back and this is the opportunity with the choir, with the live performance, with mm-hmm. the energy that he's brought in there. So I think we're almost like hoping that right. it's old Kanye. And I don't know if that's fair to him or not. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I wonder if it's like. I wonder how an album full of ultralight beams comes across. Ultralight beams is obviously a great song. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> how much? The question is, how much will Chance be on the album? Right. <laughs> and Chance, and you know, Chance has a standout verse on that. But um, I, I think part of the specialness of that song too is it was contrasted with "Father Stretch My Hands" right, and right. all the other stuff that was on um, the Pablo album. So yeah. I wonder how people would receive an album full of songs like that you know i think i you know kanye is one of those guys that i think he if he just comes out with one more hit he he's i think he definitely did lose fans with all of the trump stuff i think people were it's irreconcilable for some people you know like right. i definitely think he he was hurt uh they they were hurt by it because he was like one of the champions for you know 
for black mm-hmm. people, period, you know, with the stuff he said, like, for better or for worse, like, with all his wild and out, you know, we always looked at Kanye to be one of the blackest, you know, artists. But I, I do... He with, went with, on television and said that the president doesn't care absolutely, about black people. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And Mike Myers was stunned, right? Yes. <laughs> absolutely, and, and he's he's one of the guys that, you know, for, for this, this new generation, he's one of the guys that kind of pioneered, like sort of the everyday guy kind of rap music, you know, just very relatable from, you know, having to work and, you know, uh, sneak food to your friends and get fired from fast food restaurants. Very relatable. And, you know, of course, as he ascended, some of the music changed. But I think Kanye is one of those guys that uh, one more hit, I think he'll be back to... Being mm-hmm. where he was at at the top of hip hop, I, I don't think he's alienated enough people to that degree where he's gonna be an outcast. No, no pun intended. I don't think he's alienated <laughs> as many people as Takashi has. Oh, definitely <laughs> right. not. It's, it's too, way too too many. It's way different. Like you, you saw when Kanye came to uh, Atlanta recently, they was having a revolt conference, yeah. and yeah. although he put, wasn't a part of the revolt conference, he came to ATL and you know just to see him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying ti who was one of his biggest critics in the wake of the trump thing you mm-hmm. know he, he was right there with him showing him that love and you know um he also fell back from the trump thing he did he did yeah. i mean and, there has been a fallback we haven't have we seen him with the hat in a while no we yeah. we haven't seen it and, yeah. you know I, I i think it's it's one of the things where um as far as hip-hop goes you know, Kanye has been a very cherished person. And, you know, to a lot of people, as far as artists go, they do look at Kanye as a friend, as a brother. And, you know, it's hard to turn your, your back fully on your brother, um, even when he says and does things that you don't agree with. He says things that make you want to just scream on him. <laughs> but, you know, we can't forget that he's has been a very very vital part of hip hop and you know at a, at a he he definitely has some more explaining to do right. with with the Trump stuff and he definitely has to make amends for that but i don't i don't think that people are ready to turn their back fully on Kanye right mm-hmm. all right we got to wrap it up because we've talked a lot yes <laughs> mm-hmm. yes it's, it's a very a very interesting week yeah. You know, I mean, there's still testifying going on in Takashi's case. I'm sure there could be more reports over the next couple of days. But tomorrow is release day, so we'll get some new albums and a week from the Kanye yep. album to see what, is, what he's got going on. And mm-hmm. we'll be back here next week talking about it. Next week, yep. let's do it.